Barry Soper, senior political correspondent, is with us now. Hi, Barry. Good afternoon, Heather. All right. Is the government in trouble on the um, the dawn rates? Um, I do apologise. My, my mic was off momentarily there. Um, yeah, well, uh, the government, of course, gave that grovelling apology uh, to the Pacifica community. You remember Jacinda Ardern led it off and it was uh, almost tearful when they said, we're sorry about the dawn raids. And then, uh, lo and behold, we find mm. relatively recently they're still uh, holding them. And um, Mike Heron, QC, he was called in uh, to... Casey. Ha- sorry? Casey. Casey what? Mike Heron, Casey. Oh, <laughs> I say, did Just I say bringing Casey? up, to, yes, it's speed is 2023, Barry. Get I thought it. there must have been a chap called Casey. No, no, anyway, carry anyway. on, Mike Heron. Yeah, yeah Casey, yes. <laughs> well, he was brought in to review uh, the Dawn Rays, and uh, essentially what he's telling the government is that uh, it should uh, at least consider restricting them yeah. or banning them outright. He said that um, they're being carried out more, though, not on the Pacifica community, uh, that we found out about, but it, uh, more with the Chinese and the Indian community. I mean, dawn raids, they have got no place in any country. I mean, when a, a family is, even if they may have overstayed their visa, there are certainly ways to address this issue without bursting into somebody's home where there are children and sometimes quite elderly people. So are you okay it's with a dust raid? I beg your pardon? Are you okay with a dust well, break? Well, no, I think, uh, look, surely it would be easier rather than get a, getting a strike force to go into a house. Oh, is Barry, to, you, you go, Well, no, I'm sorry, Heather. I lived through the dawn raids in the early 70s and they were pretty bloody awful. And uh, and they do, the strike force does go into a house and uh, people were very upset, and rightly so, uh, very upset about it. It's inhumane. And I think um, Mike here in KC... Uh, probably uh, agrees with me that um, uh, he says that um, that no change had been made to the immigration law uh, or by Immigration New Zealand. Of course, we know who the minister of that was, um, Mark, our old mate Mike Wood. Wood. Yeah, yeah. Um, as a result of that 2021 apology, and uh, neither Im- immigration or uh, MB uh, nor the minister had taken work to align uh, anything to uh, to uh, reduce. Uh, this practice. So, you know, I think that hopefully this is the hurry up that the government needs. Uh, Jacinda Ardern gave the apology. Her father was involved in the dawn raid. And that that's not a sinister thing uh, because he was only acting under orders as a young cop. But uh, look, they have no place in our society, I don't think. Barry, the more you see of this FTA with the EU, you think it's a good deal for us? Well, look, any any trade deal is a good deal for New Zealand because don't forget, um, OK, you know, this is not good for sheep, meat and dairy products. And it was never going to be good in terms of the European Union for us. We, uh, It's better for us with the uh, UK free trade agreement in terms of sheep, meat and dairy products, but not with this one. Uh, this one incorporates kiwi fruit, uh, wine and that sort of stuff. Well, you know, that's whichever way you look at it, it's got to be good. So it certainly makes money for, uh, for I guess, uh, not the majority because uh, the... Uh, primary production industry is so big in this country. But, uh, you know, any trade deal, I think, is good. But uh, rather than uh, claiming all the credit for it, of course, this was started some years ago. This, uh, yeah, but hang on, Barry. Deal. You can't just say any trade deal is a good trade deal because this is the first time in the history of trade deals that this is actually that climate change yeah, obligations right. are enforceable. Now, let's say the EU, we are definitely not going to meet our, our obligations. No. We are going to be 
able to be sued, and let's say they do sue us, and then the FTA starts costing us well, money. Do you still I've, think it's I've good? I've talked around that one to yeah. people who are much better qualified than me, and um, that what they've told me today is that uh, this is more posturing than reality. They're not going to use some sanction on New Zealand if we don't toe the line on climate change. But So having, why is it there then? Yes, exactly. That's just what I, I was going to say. I always think that kind of argument's BS. If, you don't, yep. if you're not planning to use it, you wouldn't have put it in there. Um, Penny Henare's uh, conf- in- uh, conflict of interest, what have we got on that? <sighs> well, Simeon Brown's been doing a lot of digging on this from the National Party. Yeah. And, um, the Beehive has been alerted uh, of it, and I've been talking to the Beehive today, and they say, look, there's no conflict here because uh, he may have been Associate Minister of Health when uh, a company that uh, is headed by his uh, life partner is making a lot of money out of the government, and um, through health in particular, it's the perceived conflict of interest. He obviously wouldn't have, a ha- wouldn't have had a hand in handing out the contracts, I assume, so it's the perception that if you're associate health minister, then uh, you know your your uh, partner is the CEO of a company that's receiving a lot of money, uh, over half a million dollars, uh, from the government for um, uh, basically explaining in a mouldy way what uh, changes are in the health system. Um, and um, the ACT Party, uh, Brooke Van Velden, uh, she. Uh, put a very direct minister, uh, uh, sorry, uh, direct question to the Minister of Health at the time, Andrew Little, said, were any conflicts of interest identified when contracting Tautu New Zealand Limited? Yeah. And if so, how were they addressed or mitigated, if at all? And Andrew Little said, quite categorically, I'm advised no. So uh, no conflicts were raised by the sounds of things. And uh, all the ministers, it's not just health. Uh, health is, uh, you know, fairly significant for um, uh, Tauto New Zealand Limited. Yeah. They've got a lot of contracts, and some of the stuff that they're said to have done, I, I just don't understand it. Okay. It doesn't, mind you, I'm, I, I, don't, I suppose I don't speak Māori, so I'm not meant to understand Thank it. Thank you. Barry, I really appreciate it. Barry Soap, <laughs> a senior political correspondent. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.